suggest that. As far as the total class um, in terms of recruits and transfers, number six, uh, their best since 2021 when Caleb Williams came in. Uh, they had the, the number four class in the country when it just looks at high school recruits. That's their best high school class since 2005. So Brent Venables did a great job. I looked back at some of these classes that they had had, high school only, over the last few years, and Lincoln Riley wasn't touching that. You know, 2019, I believe, they had like the sixth best class in the country. Um, They had an, an eight in there, but then like 10, 13, 9, 19 in 2016. So Brent Venables has done a really good job. Their first class is the best they've had in a long time. There's Joe Quatt talking about the University of Oklahoma's 2023 signing class and uh, transfer portal class. Says he's really impressed with it. Um, I agree. I'm impressed with it. We'll see what that means on the field. Um, I think there's obviously players in the portal that are going to be immediate contributors, and I think there's a handful of freshmen that have a chance to to contribute next year in a meaningful way. Adabare, perhaps, uh, maybe Caden Green on the offensive line. Um, you know, maybe a handful of other players here and there. Maybe some skill position guys. So. Uh, I, I think that you will get quite a bit. Like the the portal guys, I think is what's interesting. Oh yeah, probably a starting left tackle, uh, probably a starting cheetah, probably a starting safety, uh, and you can add maybe a at least a rotational wide receiver, maybe a starter, and a bunch of rotational um, defensive linemen, if not starting starters. tight end, starting edge. Yeah, I mean there's. You added some really, really solid, experienced talent that you expect to be able to step in right away and and have a big impact. Bill Conley of uh, ESPN, he tweeted this out um, around 1 o'clock, I think. Been fiddling with recruiting data, attempting to find the right combination of high school recruiting, transfer quality, and pure transfer volume that projects well for S&P+. So I guess he's kind of... Messing around with yeah. data for incoming recruiting classes slash transfer classes. He's like, basically, okay, here's the formula that I'm messing around with. Here's what I come up with. Top 10 recruiting classes for 2023 usefulness. One LSU, two OU, three USC, four Oregon, five Florida. So basically, I think what he's getting at is, well, he likes the level of talent that OU's brought in. But the overall depth at it and, and like how it projects on the field next year, I don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing that they're they're two on this list. It's in fact it's probably a really good thing if they are. Kind of just shows how spread means, out this class class was, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I it also sounds like if it's usefulness, like it probably I how good were your recruits at you know, positions where you graduated or lost players. Right, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting to, right. So, yeah, I would, yeah, I I think that it's important, you know, some of our best players, left tackle. Hopefully that is the case. I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll feel a lot better about next year if, 
you know, he does this list at the end of the year and OU's at number two like they are today. That's That'll be a really good sign. It's funny because I would almost say that you want your recruiting class to be nearly useless. <laughs> yeah, but this is, factoring, this is factoring in portal players too, though, so that's kind of why I say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, well. And they really turned over the roster this offseason. I think maybe more yes, than they people did. realize. They did. And I don't know. I think that think we got a couple of potential players that could be um, all-conference type of guys and who knows, uh, maybe better. You know, so we'll see. Um, this was fun over the weekend, and this is very much an off-season college football topic, but I don't know, it still kind of plays well whenever us or someone else brings it up. Josh paid a 24-7 sports who, every time I bring it up, you say what? Who's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says, uh, change one play in college football history for maximum impact on the sports. And he asked uh, viewers to kind of share, like, what's one play in college football history that's had maximum impact on the sport? I'll, I'll just read this first one because it's, you know, interesting from Peter Burns of SEC Network. October 11th, 1905. If some, If one player gets seriously hurt that weekend – I guess 19 players died in 1904. College football might have been done forever. The weekend before, Roosevelt called leaders together and told them to make it safe or else. So, like, 19 players died in 1904. Roosevelt called a bunch of leaders in and said, hey, we've got to fix this or we're not playing anymore. And Peter Burns is saying if one player got seriously hurt that weekend, then who knows what the sport looks like. If it looks may like not anything. have a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe um, banned, outlawed. Wow. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty severe. 19 players died. God, in 1904. Man. I've never heard that before. Brutal. I, that's not a I'm, – I'm guessing it's not like, like there were a whole lot of teams. Of dog piles and, yeah, and, not a whole lot of ugh. teams in 1904 either. So Whew. that makes it even worse. Man, yeah. Yeah, I would say that that um, – <laughs> that would have been a big impact. Yeah. Here, here's, here's one that I'm seeing quite a bit. One second doesn't get added back on the clock in the 09 Big 12 championship game. Texas loses, which means Cincinnati plays Alabama for the national title instead of Texas. Brian Kelly doesn't take the Notre Dame job because he's playing for a national title instead of the Sugar Bowl. That's a fun one. Right. It is. Now, if you're talking about Oklahoma, I, Torrance, the Torrance Marshall interception at A&M, right? That's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you guys find a way to win that game anyway just because the team had that magic. But it's a lot more difficult <laughs> Boy, without know. that one. I mean, A&M was on one that day with Jamar Toombs and the rest of that crew. And I, yeah. I, I've said it many times before. I know it was a computer formula and not necessarily people's opinions, but it just it felt like everyone was waiting for you guys to slip up so it could be a rematch of Miami and Florida State. And if you lose yeah. that game at A&M, I think that that's exactly what happens. Miami and Florida State rematch. Wow. Man. I guess there's like uh, Von Shaman's kick would have been a big impact for Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, that um, wasn't a championship year, though, right? But, I no. mean, that, that's still one of the 
better moments in school history, though. Yeah, if you're just talking about single plays, but and I know a Fiesta Bowl against Boise State wouldn't have been the the thing that we celebrate the most, but that dadgum, you could either take the Statue of Liberty play or the like the fourth and 20 or whatever it was that they converted in the middle of the field on that drive. There's a couple you could take from that game Here, for us. Here's a painful one that I've never thought about, and it's got an OU side to it. If Iowa's kicker hooks the game winner in 2008, Penn State plays for a national title versus OU, and the Tebow promise never delivers. Wow. Um, so I'm looking at Penn State in 2008. They start 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 0. They're 9 and 0, ranked 3 in the country, and they lose at unranked Iowa 24 23. They finish the season 11 and 1 and go to the Rose Bowl instead of the national title. Man, who'd they play in the Rose? They lost to USC. Wow. USC had a good team that year. That would have been a little bit more of a favorable matchup, Penn State in 08 versus the Florida team in 08. Boy, I guess. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that that would you to play a Big Ten team with that offense, that would be exactly what you want. Now, here's one that's very interesting for, you know, how college football looks right now, especially um Georgia just winning their second title. Two thousand twelve SEC title game. Some of you might remember that, most probably not. But Georgia got stopped on like the one yard line and tried to get one snap off against Alabama and time ran out and they weren't able to try like one more play for like the one-yard line or the two-yard line? I mean, it was right by the goal line. If Georgia wins that game against Alabama, if they get that last playoff, I think they probably beat Notre Dame in the championship game that year, which means that Kirby Smart probably doesn't get hired at Georgia in 2016. Mark Rick gets right. his first title, and he's probably there for a few more years. Well, gosh, they, didn't even, I, they wouldn't have even had to beat Notre Dame if they just won the SEC. Right? Yeah. He oh, probably yeah, yeah. keeps yeah. his job. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if they beat Alabama finally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Man. What if Cam yeah, Newton stays at Florida instead of transferring? Would Urban Meyer have yeah. stayed there? Which, Cam Newton, I got kicked off the team, I, if I remember correctly, but yeah. Right. Man, I can't think of any uh, – trying to think of just individual plays that – would have really changed outcomes for OU um, or just anyone. Just in just in general, Ohio State Miami, the national championship in two thousand two, is a popular one. That pass interference, yeah, very in, late what, pass that interference what it call, very late. Yes, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That, you know, I what would have happened if if Tua doesn't hit that touchdown in the national championship the overtime against georgia then it's third and 26 and alabama's got to try to hope for about a 15 yard play on third and 26 to put themselves in a fourth and somewhat manageable they don't get yeah. it he probably throws a pick and we're probably talking about georgia just winning their third title in what is that six years five six years whatever that is yeah i wonder i and maybe he would have ended up getting it anyways, but like that's that's the point you can you can directly point to that right there as taking Jalen Hurts' job, right? Yes, at quarterback. Yeah, 
Uh, and it's I know way more of a legitimate battle going into the next year. No, that's a good point. Sure, like he won the yeah. job that night, most likely. Right. You couldn't. There's not not a whole lot you could do after that. But you know, he he did stay that year anyways. But maybe if he was the starter, he wouldn't have ever transferred to Oklahoma. Maybe would have had a nice year. I, I don't know. Interesting. It's, it's to just think crazy about it. how just one play can seemingly alter the course of multiple programs for the next several years. Well, That's why I think one. it's so fun. If Caleb Williams doesn't strip that ball from, was it Kennedy Brooks, and yeah. get the first down at Kansas? Oh, jeez. Like, what happens if you lose to Kansas? Because it was not, that was a terrible Kansas team. Well, well record-wise, anyways. Yeah, I, I think that, that one's interesting because the narrative of the season – nationally flips for OU in 2021, right? And you Blows let, up way quicker than... USC still makes that higher. But is the perception around Lincoln a little bit different than it was you know, when he took that job? Right. After losing to Kansas like that. What's crazy, though, is that season we've got like five plays. The one against Kansas that we just mentioned. The, uh, the broken play, like 80-yard touchdown run Caleb Williams made against Iowa State was a one-score game. The um, You can pick that long run or, like, if he doesn't have that long run for a touchdown against Texas, I don't know how quick Lincoln is, it's too is late. to make that switch. It's too, yeah. he'll, he'll make the switch, but it's too late by that time. Right. Um, there's one more. There's what's, what's the other play I'm thinking of? Did you say Mims catch in the end zone? Did you say well, Caleb Kelly strip on the uh, kickoff? No, I was talking about oh, you're in a, talking about just in a the different game. In, 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 um, thick six another in g- the Iowa State game? Yeah, yeah. Tulane? Had, they, they, they go down and score oh, game one of the year, Michael Pratt? Yeah. Like that's that's the one right there. Mule shoes if over Pratt doesn't two come Tulane. up a half a yard short on that fourth down, whew. And what if um, – what if – Tom Herman goes for two with Ellinger in uh, 2020. Are you sure you want that answer? Because <laughs> I have a pretty good feeling of what would have happened if he goes for two at the end of regulation. Or if he doesn't call the timeout right before the fourth and goal where OU was going to throw the ball, they had one guy out for a pattern and the yeah. guy fell in the end zone. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- the interesting part of that, though, is, and maybe it wouldn't have mattered, but you know, winning the OU Texas game can change your season around quite a bit. And you know, I had, I, if they win that game, does Herman get fired? Um, Maybe he still does, but I don't. I don't know if he does. Something to think about well, because you don't know. Like you just said, it can change your entire season. That's true. Who knows what Texas they were, does after that? You know, they were. They ended the season. Uh, seven and three. It was the COVID year. Beat Colorado um, in the Alamo. Is that right? Yeah. They had lost to TCU the week before, 33-31, then lost to OU back-to-back games, and then they lost 23-20 to Iowa State later. So they lost three really close games. They lost a four-overtime game, and then two ga- a game by two and a game by three, and he was fired. Mm. Uh, let me read really some from the uh, text line. If Crabtree doesn't score the game-winning touchdown mm. against Texas in 08, OU's win against Tech is meaningless, and Texas goes on to play Florida in the national title game. Wow. Yeah, like, it's not meaningless because Tech still would have been ranked high, but we're not talking about that Tech game like we are today. I mean, that's, that's a right. good point. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Bradford's wow. injury in 09. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That team had some issues on the O line and offensively that year, but yes. Kansas State Kansas State plays for a natty in 1998 if they don't choke against A&M in the Big 12 championship game. True. <laughs> like, think, think of all these Big 12 teams where they were a play away from playing for a national championship. West oh, oh, yeah. You want to talk maybe Oklahoma in uh, 2017 in the squib kick against yeah? uh, Georgia? Okay. Well, there's OU's, right? <laughs> um, right? Let's go West Virginia, 2007. Pat White mm-hmm. gets hurt. They lose to an unranked pit team at home. Let's go to Oklahoma State. They miss the field goal against oh Iowa gosh. State, right? Let's well, yeah. go to Cincinnati in the one that we just mentioned earlier. Texas, if they lose that game against Nebraska, they go. Kansas State just mentioned that. Um, Kansas, I guess. Kansas was ranked number three in the country, I think, in 2008 when they lost to Missouri in Kansas City. Now, KU would have had to turn around and beat OU in San Antonio. I don't think that they would have done that, but – there's a lot of Big 12 teams that you can mention that were a play away from playing for a national championship, and it just didn't go their way. Man, that 2011 Oklahoma State team, if if they make that field goal, was would that have been a walk-off win and then they lost in overtime? Correct, yes. They, they go to a national championship? No, maybe. I think they missed the field goal, which would that have tied it? I can't, I can't remember how that one – I thought that was a field goal to tie it. I could be wrong about that. Tie it in overtime. I've, well, they lost 31-37, though. Okay, so, yeah, th- that would have been a walk-off then. Yes, you're correct. Um, if, if they hit that field goal, then Brandon Whedon wins the Heisman Trophy. They're undefeated. They go to a national championship. And who won it in 11? Is that Auburn's year? No. No. They would have had um, – I say a favorable matchup. They would have had to play LSU in New Orleans, which is never a you know fun thing to do. But mm-hmm. LSU's offense was very average that year. Yeah. Bama beat LSU that year 21-0 in that national championship game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. That. <sighs> wow. Yeah, missed field goal. 24-24. Fourth and one at the Iowa State 20. Quinshaw. 37-yard yeah. field goal missed. What if Baker doesn't get hurt at Texas Tech? Yeah, we've explored that one a few times. Uh, it was not a walk-off field goal. There was 117 left, but yeah, okay. you know, we get if, the point. Yeah. Right. What if Rashawn Woods doesn't catch the late TD in 2001? Well, <sighs> good chance you guys are playing for another championship that year. Yeah. Which is crazy. No, I don't know. That's... Colorado got hot late in the year. They're they're a pretty good team at that at that point. Yeah, because what they beat Texas in the yeah. Chris Sims played yeah. like garbage, and uh, Major Applewhite had to come in that game. Well, you could say, you could. I mean, that season you could say that play um, against Oklahoma State, or you could say the. Nebraska reverse pass to Crouch. Yeah. Or you could even say Jason White's ACL play in Nebraska. I think you guys win that game if Jay White doesn't get hurt. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Well, I guess I can't say without a doubt. I feel strongly we would have as well. I mean, we still, 
you know, outside of that trick play they got us on, it was, what, I think the finals 2010 or yeah. something. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com slash hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Fiener Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated Fiener Home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. it. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. We're looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft, making it difficult to talk, hear, eat, and even breathe. Many won't receive the treatment they need to thrive. Through training and financial support, Smile Train gives the power of healing back to local communities so they can provide life-changing surgeries and other services at no cost to families. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit smiletrain.org learn. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Does your disability make it harder to find a job? Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. 
DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact DRS. 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Here's something you and uh, every other OU fan out there will enjoy. I was looking back at that 2001 Big 12 championship game because we just referenced it. I remember Chris Sims being awful and Major Applewhite having to come in the game. Chris Sims Mm. played in one Big 12 championship game in his career at Texas. Just one. And here's how he fared. 9 of 17 for 130 yards. Zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Woof. That's a big yikes. Was that one played in St. Louis? That one was played at the uh, old Texas Stadium in Irving. Really? Yep. The only one that was ever played there. Wow, that's weird. I remember that the game was indoors. Um, I thought maybe it was St. Louis. That's interesting. Huh. There was one in St. Louis. I think Nebraska beat A&M there in the 90s, Yeah, I want to say. Yep. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Sorry, Cr- oh, Chrissy, Chrissy Sims. Sims. No touchdowns, three picks. is only Big 12 championship game. Yikes. Uh, it's time for an under-the-radar player. Under-the-radar feature brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a, board, uh, bo- is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. I guess we already tipped our hand to this one. It was Joe Bamasil scoring got to be a season high for him, at least I think, 11 points. But I'm also going to go to the Senior Bowl. And Eric Gray didn't, Ah. like, tear it up in the game or his final numbers that he had. He had, like, um, five carries for 17 yards. Like, nobody on his team really ran it all that well. But apparently he had a really good week of practice and was one of the best two running backs there in Mobile all week long. So, yeah, under the radar well, goes to Eric Gray. Yeah, he had five carries for 17 yards, but apparently a lot of people are saying his stock is, is up after what he did throughout the week. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, it, it's not shocking to see. like that. The way those pra- practices are structured are kind of tailor fit for him. There's a lot of one-on-ones, like a lot of route running against backers, one-on-one drills, which is a terrible drill for linebackers because running backs get this free release out yeah. of the backfield. There's no linemen. It looked very fair. It's not. They just, you just go out there and they run like five break moves on you. Most it's, backers end up looking terrible. stupid, especially on guys like Eric Gray. It's pretty tough. Yeah. So, uh, but you know he's. One of those rare running backs that can catch oh, the ball God, in the backfield. Every so, week hey, you have to bring it up. That's two shows in a row you've had to make I that wrong? comment. Am I wrong? Um, okay. No, unfortunately. Right. Well, good for him. I'm glad that he showed well. Saw Braden Willis showed uh, really well all week, did really good job blocking. They had him at fullback uh, running ISO. Um, had a couple of nice blocks in the in the actual game. Looked good out there, man. I'm uh, I'm excited for Braden. Yeah, under the radar player brought to you by Board Street Ventures, venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under the radar sooner startups. 
Learn how you can help support OU Innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. Here's a text from Sean on the uh, topic last segment. One play that changed everything. How about this? Howard doesn't leave for the USFL. That means Jimmy Johnson doesn't get to Miami, which means Barry Switzer probably wins two more titles. Jimmy probably ends up at Pitt. Howard never ends up at OU, taking 75% of Steely's show content for 20 uh, 20 years uh, after the fact. The domino was endless. Oh, man, that's Yeah, if not for uh, the rise of the Miami Hurricanes, then um, OU has – I think OU already has one of the most dominant decades in college football history, the 50s, but the 80s probably matches up with that, what they did in the 50s, pretty close to it. What if Coach Stoops took the Iowa job? Um, my guess would be that he gets Iowa going the first three to four years and eventually takes the Florida job. Who, who are some of the other guess. I have no idea. I wonder who some of the other candidates for the job were at that point. Like who, who Joe Castiglione had interviewed or what some of the other rumored um, names might have been at well, the time. Well, text line, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Dennis Francione, uh, like, didn't hmm. it come down to he and Bob? Dennis Francione and, and Bob Stoops, the, the final two? Yeah. And where did he, did he go to, what year did he go to Alabama? Same year? He, so the year... 2003 was the year that he left for A&M. Because I remember all those right. Alabama fans that year saying, just destroy Texas A&M, and you did 77 nothing. I think he went to Alabama, I don't know, man. I, 2000, maybe 2001, something like that. Yeah. Jim Don and OK was also a big target, according to the text line. Who? Jim Donnan. I'll give okay. you uh, where, where the other stops he was at throughout his career. I don't think you, that you're going to remember him, though. I think he was yeah. in Georgia at one point. Well, interesting. Yeah, there's the butterfly effect, Tyler. You know, you just He you was an know. OC at OU from 85 to 89, head coach at Marshall from 90 to 95, and the head coach at Georgia from 1996 to 2000. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Well, I'm glad things happened the way they did, right? For for better or for worse with all of those. Apparently, Ricky Neuheisel was also on the uh, short list as well. Hey, hey, there you go. You like that name? Would you have played for Rick Neuheisel? Of course you would have. Where did he oh, Did he? Was he at UCLA? He was no? at UCLA. He was at Washington, and he was also at Colorado at one point, I want to say. And that sounds right that he would have made his way to UCLA at one point. Wow. Definitely huh. got some West Coast vibe. Yeah, he was the head coach at Colorado, the head coach at Washington, and then he was later the, the head coach at UCLA. Yep, nice job. Wow. Well, there you go. And, Fascinating and stuff. And, of course, the head coach of the Arizona Hotshots in uh, 2019. Okay. Hotshots. Let's go. Which, yeah. by the way – we're creeping ever closer to the start of the XFL, February 18th. That's true. Uh, text line, let's get to a few here before we hit a break. Who on earth ends up as our coaches if Bob goes to Iowa? Because that gets rid of Lincoln and Venables. That's crazy to think about where we'd be right now 
and who our players would have been. Yeah. You, know, you don't you probably don't have a leech tie, you know? No. And Leach, I don't know. Like he, it seems like maybe he was a hot name, but does he go? Does he get the tech head coaching job? Like, what does the entire Big Twelve look like? You know, because Stoops bringing Leach to the Big Twelve, and then you know, obviously ends up at Texas Tech. Like Mike Leach changed the entire face of the conference. This was a run heavy option pro style like play between the the tackles conference and then it didn't take long at all before it flipped all the way in the the opposite direction with the air raid stuff crazy yeah uh oklahoma state was doing it baylor was doing it tech was doing it ou was doing it Texas was, I think, even kind of doing it to some certain. Well, like now Colt McCoy's are everyone doing like their, their does run it game at one point. Some form or fashion, everyone has some of those concepts built into their their schemes at, at this point. At least a vast majority out there do. Interesting stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com slash hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solution Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. After an amazing run to the College World Series Finals. It's got a chance. Track. Wall. Gone. Skip Johnson and the boys are back and poised for another run to Omaha. Got him. Swing and catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go anywhere in the world on the KREF app. And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Mom, you have a test on February 14th? Do you mean you have a test on February 14th? No, you do. You have to take a test about the Norman Public School bond. Oh, you mean I need to vote on February 14th. Yes, vote yes for the school bond on February 14th. If you do, my school will be safer and get so many improvements. Oh, don't you worry. I'm definitely voting yes. 
Vote Yes for Norman Kids on February 14th. Paid for by Vote Yes for Kids. For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. West Yala Gosney is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. We'll tell you more about West Yala Gosney in a few minutes, but let's get to it. Story number one is. Um, let's start here. Mr. Unlimited oh, out geez. there in Denver is uh, already going to have to make some cuts. Yes. Sean Payton shows up, and um, I guess in, in his press conference he was asked about Russell Wilson's uh, I guess posse is the only way to put it. He's got a bunch of personal coaches and Jake entourage. Heaps was one guy that was a former five-star quarterback that ended or started his career at BYU, then later transferred to Kansas. If you remember him, his yeah. personal little quarterback coach guy, I think. Yeah, he had a whole group of uh, his own coaches and and entourage people that were around the facility, working in the facility, and following him around all day. Sean Payton says, "I uh, know, yeah." I'm unfamiliar with that. Our staff and players will be here, and that's it. So um, I'm sure that that was welcome. He didn't news even to like try to like, yeah, you know, that's something that we'll talk about and address. Like it wasn't a coach speak. It was no, that's that's not going to happen here at all. He's laying down the law, man. Uh, I think Broncos yeah. fans love it too. Do you think uh, Mr. Unlimited puts up a fuss? Because I'm sure that was. Probably arranged in his contract. Uh, he's got like his own office there, his own special parking spot, which I'm sure is not super unique for, you know, big time starting quarterbacks throughout the league. But he sounds like one needy dude, man. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how he responds to that. Yeah, pretty. Because uh, Brady, when Belichick said that he couldn't have his, uh, what what was that guy to him? Was it his personal trainer? TB12 personal trainer. Yeah, I remember that being a big deal. It, yeah, that was a big deal at a place where a guy's won six Super Bowls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like Russell Wilson showing up into town, uh, hadn't won jack squat in Denver yet, and uh, trying to bring on 
an entire entourage of uh, of people. So that was uh, I thought that was interesting to see. Um, Jane Rashada, the contract details. Now I don't know when they came out, but I saw them for the first time today, and everyone kept wondering about that thirteen million dollar number. A lot of people were saying there's no way it's true. Uh, yeah, it was true. And you see the monthly payouts that Jeez. he was going to be getting, and you know, five hundred thousand right out of the gate, and then monthly payments that started off in what one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars a month and escalated two hundred and fifty k a month as a freshman, over two hundred and ninety-one k a month as a sophomore, three seventy-five k a month as a junior, and about one ninety-six a month as a senior. Totals yeah. out to thirteen point eight five million. Ugh. It's crazy. And whoever the donor, I guess, supposedly the donor that was going to fund the contract had second thoughts, buyer's remorse, backed out, smart, left person. the collective scrambling. With no doubt, can you imagine throwing away thirteen million dollars? Oh, wow! What a what a move by that gentleman. But I guess there was also a clause in the contract that they could step away from it, tear it up, basically at any point. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I don't know, pretty interesting. And he's gone on to Arizona State, but just wildly fascinating how that whole situation went down. And I bet he's not getting uh, probably next to nothing is Arizona State would be my guess. Yeah, surely. I mean, he's get, got to be getting something. Get the four-star, man. But it's not $13 million, not even close to it. Right, not crazy. Even close. Last thing I had was – we all love Hollywood reboots, right? And um, they're about one hit out of every 30 reboots that they have. We got a new one coming, Tyler. White Men Can't Jump. Is Okay. The two original stars are in it, right? Wesley no. Snipes. No, oh, no? no? No Woody Harrelson? Well, I say they're not in it. I didn't watch the trailer, but they're not the two stars that are in it. Do they make an appearance? I don't know. Then I'm out. No, thank you. Yeah. Now, that that would be – I do think that you could remake that movie. Like, I think that there's some potential there. I think that you could make a really good remake off of that. But if you're not going to have Woody Harrell – I mean, come on. There's no chance. It'll be a terrible remake. That's a rated R movie. And the reason it was good – a lot of it is because it was rated R, and they don't do that anymore. Everything is made to be PG-13, so every single person, you don't want to cut off any yeah. of the, the people that might be able to go see it. You you could do it and do it well, but they're not going to do it well. They're going to do it crappy, just like they do most of the other remakes. Has there been a remake that's ended up being a great movie in the past decade, other than yes. the new Top Gun? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the that's new the only Top one I can think was of. Was amazing. So, well, better than the first one, and but no one will argue is better than the first know, one. Man. But it's still really good. It's different than the first one. I think that there's nostalgia with the first one, but the second one was pretty amazing. It was start to finish. All right, I got a so few that's here. All I got. Check this out. Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. In case you haven't heard, listen to this. Yeah, the Chiefs sixteen and three this year. The Eagles sixteen and three this year. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs scored 546 points this year. The Eagles scored 546 points this year. The Chiefs had six Pro Bowls, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. The Eagles had six All-Pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. The Chiefs were the AFC's number one seed. 
The Eagles were the NFC's number one seed. A lot of similarities, wow. which I'm hoping leads to an epic Super Bowl on Sunday. That's crazy. Now, did you see uh, – there's this, like, late late push of everyone kind of laughing at – I guess after the Chiefs win, everyone was saying, like, the NFL is staged, it's rigged. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, like, they've been making these jokes about the scripts and everything. And then I saw someone that said, uh-oh, the, uh, the Super Bowl script got leaked. And I don't know. Someone had like the final score. And it looked everything. like a Wikipedia page, like it was already yeah. on there. Eagles thirty-seven, Chiefs thirty-four was the final. Boy, I I be just hope that. that the, I hope that's the final score. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be. Um, a very unfortunate situation happened this weekend in a Colorado State Utah State game. I don't know if you saw this or not, <laughs> but uh, CSU had to issue a public apology to one of Utah State's guards who is from Ukraine. And I guess the Colorado State student section was chanting Russia while he was at the free throw line during the game. That's crazy. Pretty low move there. Yeah, it pretty low move. It's probably as low as it gets. There's no doubt that the player certainly has family, friends, acquaintances, loved ones that have, at a minimum, been massively affected, but who knows what else? I mean, all kinds of deaths, civilian deaths, military deaths over there. That's crazy. I, you know, sometimes the student section, it, you're just you're trying to impress some of the people around you. You may say something that you shouldn't say, but... My goodness! There's a lot. How does how 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 that becomes something that everyone thinks would be great to uh, chant and repeat? Boy, wow! Uh, your boy Tom Brady is handling retirement well. Yeah. What's what's that picture that he just took? What's what's going on? I don't know. What? Explain it to me. I haven't seen it. I can't explain it to you. You're just gonna have to search Tom Brady in your Twitter search and see what pops up. <laughs> okay. You can do that during a break, and I'll get to my last one. Um, LeBron, I guess, is trying to get everyone to feel sorry for him. You know, <laughs> oh, shocker. Not, What's new? Teddy, not everything about being rich isn't so awesome, according to LeBron. He says, quote, I don't want to say it ever becomes too much, but there are times when I wish I could just do normal things. I wish I could go to Target sometimes and walk into a Starbucks and have my name on the cup just like regular people, in quotes. LeBron says, yeah, being rich is kind of cool, but sometimes I just want to go to a Starbucks and Target and have them misspell my name like other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More money, more problems. Biggie already put that song out 25 years ago. Sorry about you. I'd say that's one of the greatest gifts about being rich is that you always had to have a get-out-of-jail-free card, mm -hmm. an excuse not to go to Target. Well, Brilliant. There is truth to what he says. I, it, it comes at a cost. Now, no one is going to feel sorry for the fact that you have to send your personal assistant to get your Starbucks instead of going into the store yourself, right? No one's ever going to feel sorry for you. But like, there is, especially whenever you're six foot eight, there is no anonymity at all ever for him. He cannot go anywhere by himself ever. There's give and take. There's no I, doubt. I'm but sure he's doing okay. He's, he's all right. He'll be fine. Don't feel sorry for him at all.
All right, so, look at that go. Tom Brady pick. Uh, I just saw it. <laughs> I don't know what's what that he is. Doing? Uh, by the way, What Caught Teddy's Eye brought to you by West Yala Gosney Law. If you've been hurt in a wreck and you don't know who to trust, take a look at the client reviews at WYG. If you want a lawyer that clients trust, then trust WYG. West Yala Gosney Law, 405-800-8080. Wow. <laughs> Quick timeout. We'll be back. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar has moved locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Do you know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything, from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ed Council. 
Hey y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family, but in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. I guess uh, Nick Saban got his wish after all. Everyone's questioning his offensive coordinator and his defensive coordinator hires, especially his D.C. Kevin Steele, who's coming coming from Miami. He was the head coach at Baylor uh, when you were at OU all those uh, years ago. But everybody's questioning the hires. So if Saban wins another national championship next year, well, he'll get all the credit once again. Right. Works out perfectly for him. Well, um, I always say there's a bunch of really good coaches out there. And, you know, some kind, sometimes guys just never get their break. But uh, you go to Alabama, it, it's different trying to get a defense to work than it is at, you know, whatever stop you were at previously or offensively. You know, whenever you're going to have an unbelievable offensive line, skill position players that just – you're, they're coming out of your ears. It's just you're set up for success. Now, I'm not suggesting you're, you'll get any credit for that, but you know, the, I'm sure they'll do just fine. Oh, I know they'll do just fine. <laughs> they'll, they'll be okay regardless. But yeah. now that everyone's questioning, everyone's questioning these hires, and Bama goes back to a national championship game, oh, yeah, he, we were wrong. He's still the GOAT. He's still the greatest. He just proved it to us this year. Wow. Well, I guess he's been at Alabama. Uh, Kevin Steele's been at Alabama before. He was a DC in 2007. Was that Saban's first year? Yes, yes. They were was seven DC. six that year, I think. Uh, yep, yeah. oh seven and oh eight. Then he went to defensive coordinator, linebacker coach at Clemson from nine, nine ten, and eleven. 
So he's kind of been all over the place. Ooh, is he was the DC at Clemson? I guess that's who uh, Brent Venables took over for yep. then. That's who Venables took over for. Yep. All right, quick timeout. We've got the final hour of the rush coming up next. 